Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm good. How are you this morning, Julie? I'm good. It is Wednesday morning and we're up bright and early. Uh, but yeah, I'm super excited to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be on it. Yeah, definitely. So today, Lauren and I are going to talk about our funny gym stories and also our top 10 tips for uh, being confident. But before we get into that, we always do our highs and lows of the week. So if you want to start with something good that happened this week, I know it was your birthday yesterday. Yes, that was going to be my high. So it was my birthday. So this week, I just have a lot of things planned to like spend time with friends and family. Um, And it kind of just makes me reflect on like, everything I'm grateful for and kind of reflect on the past year and everything that it taught me now that I just turned 24. Um, so yeah, that's definitely my high of the week. What's your high of the week? I think my, I have a few. The first thing is on Monday night, I booked a flight to London late may so i'll be there for two weeks staying with my social media manager uh and i'll be in london for that week and then the week after we're going to travel to i think i told you amsterdam portugal and uh barcelona so super excited about that i'm just like a little travel person this year and then the second thing is i woke up this morning and i always listen to call her daddy i don't know if you listen to it but i'm just like really into it and they had kelsey ballerini on it and i love her i saw that i like opened spotify up or no i opened youtube up and i saw like a little clip of it like talking about her divorce but i haven't listened to it yet oh my god it's such a good episode i didn't know she went through all that so i just love all of those episodes and after no spoilers yeah yeah (laughs) definitely i'm like halfway through and then i jumped on uh but how about a low of the week anything not so good Um, happen the low is probably just the weather here so i'm in massachusetts and it's been super like meh out like rainy and kind of snowy and cold um and then i feel like i kind of have this lingering cold too and i I blame it on the weather, so. Yeah. So, funny story, guys. I was in, was it Marco Island or Naples that I saw you? I forget. Uh, Naples. Naples. I was in Naples, and I was at the beach, and I saw Lauren, and I have never met her in person, and I was like, that girl looks so familiar. So I literally went into my DMs and DM'd her, and I was like, are you in Naples right now? <laughs> and it was her with her boyfriend on vacation, so that's how we yeah, met. That's so funny, because I noticed you too, and I was like, is that Julie? I was like, there's no way I would just happen to be sitting next to her on the beach. <laughs> so I opened up Instagram too, and I went to like look at your pictures just to kind of like double check. But then I saw you DM me, so I was like, oh my god, it totally is her. Yeah, that was so funny. And we were literally right next to each other on the beach. I was like with my group of friends. Um, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, what are the odds? I know. Well, before we get into our funny gym stories, I wanted you to give like a little sparks notes of your fitness journey, how you got into it, because the real point of my platform, I feel like is to share my story. But then I also know that like not a lot of people can relate to what I went through. So it's important to have like other people on other uh, people on Instagram, like content creators, personal trainers, so they can share like what they've been to. So everyone has someone that they can kind of connect with. So if you want to walk us through that, like how you got started. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so I probably started like going to the gym towards the end of high school just because I was always really, really like skinny and I was insecure about it. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I also just went to the gym and I would just do like cardio and a bunch of leg workouts and I really had no idea what I was doing and I just do abs every day and yeah, I, my, I didn't really have a goal. Like I just went because I thought it would make me feel better about myself. 
Um, and then in college, I would go to the gym a lot just because my like freshman year, I didn't really have the great college experience. Like I didn't really settle in well, like living in a dorm with like four other girls. Like I, I love my roommates, but just being like in that small space, like I'm kind of an introverted person and I feel like I just needed that me time where I could just decompress and be alone. Mm-hmm. So like living in a small room with three other girls just was too much for me. So I started to go to the gym just to kind of like clear my head after after a long day. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the turning point was towards like the end of college when I kind of started just enjoying it more and it became just part of my habit and routine. And as I started going to the gym more, I knew what I was doing. So my friends would ask me for advice and they'd be like, oh, can I go to the gym with with you so you can like show me how to use things and show me what to do. Um, so then I'd say towards like the end of college is when it kind of became more of like a passion of mine instead of just something I did um, as a chore or to feel better. But I don't know. Now the gym is definitely like a lifestyle for me and fitness in general, just because of the way it can transform your life and kind of help you build your confidence. And I don't know, it's just a great yeah definitely it's so funny like I was kind of the same way in high school I remember looking up like Pinterest ab workouts and doing like 500 reps of abs but now like going to the gym (laughs) now going to the gym it's like oh do abs when I get home it's like you put it off as much as you can uh but yeah so did you get certified then yeah, so I got my certification actually kind of recently back in oh, cool. the beginning of December. Um, I had like studied for it the year before, or like the year I was a senior in college, I started studying for the NASA one, the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Yeah. But with like the end of senior year, I didn't end up taking the test in time. So I kind of just yeah. restudied last, this last year and got certified in December. That's really cool. And your boyfriend's really into the gym too, right? Yeah, he's really into the gym, but he hurt his shoulder right now. So he hasn't been going lately, which makes me sad, but um, he'll get back into it. And that's actually how we met. We met at the oh. gym. Did and he like say hi to you first or how did that happen? Yeah, he did. So he came up to me and I was on the treadmill and he was just like, he was just like, hi, like, how are you? He just was like being friendly. And at first I'm like, Ugh, like, why is this man talking to me? He goes <laughs> talk to me at the gym. But, I don't know, we ended up just, like, talking more because we'd see each other there frequently, so, and yeah. I just got along. Oh, but that's it's cool. too, because, like, I feel like I wasn't looking for a relationship or anything at that time, and, you know, you're going to the gym, you're focusing on yourself, and I was kind of just getting out of a breakup, like, in, in the in-between phases, like, I was kind of still talking to my ex of, like, four years, but we weren't together, so I was kind of, like, clinging on to that and I just didn't want anything mm-hmm. new but I feel like that was like what I needed just like when you're not looking for something and not expecting something that's when you find what you need and someone that's like good for you so. yeah that's awesome so for people listening like what are your like okays when it comes to a guy approaching you into the gym that's a good question you know and my guy friends ask me that too they're like if you're a girl at the gym like what what do I yeah. say 
So what, yeah. what do you think like would be the best situation? And then what it's like one situation where you'd be like, no, absolutely not. I feel like for me, it's like absolutely not is when they like come up to you either like mid set and like comment on your body. Like I would much prefer if yeah. I was like resting and someone was like, like, that's great way, like complimented me lifting, you know, like my strength yeah, um, and then like planted the seed and just like walked away. And then they like came back like the next day and was like, then you start chatting, you know, you know what I mean? Like yeah, a slow burner instead of just like, you look really hot. Like what's your Snapchat? yeah I agree I feel like planting little small seeds and like little things here and there like maybe if you're squatting or deadlifting really heavy or I'm just being like oh wow like that's awesome like we go just kind of hype you up um but not coming on strong and being like damn girl look at that body (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's too much definitely Uh, or like when you're kind of on your way out just being like oh hey like I don't even know, honestly. I'm trying to, like, every, I'm kind of like, oh, it sounds cringe. Yeah, I feel like way out, I wouldn't like it. Because, like, are you going to follow me in my car, you creep? <laughs> you know? That's true. Or maybe, like, when you're stretching, like, kind yeah. of finishing up. Yeah. But. Definitely. I don't know. Oh, gym crushes are cute. I feel like girls can approach the guy, too. Like, I feel like it's just all about eye contact, too. You know? Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. You can kind of know if, like, you've been, like, looking at someone back and forth. That's kind of how it was with. Or we kind of like catch each other like staring so then he just came up and was like hey i see you here a lot like oh i don't know super cute well that leads us right into our funny gym stories so the reason we wanted to add this little segment in before the confidence series of the 10 tips that we have for you guys is just to show you guys that you should be able to laugh at yourself especially when you go to the gym like weird awkward things happen and it's normal and everyone experiences them so no need to be worried about that but we know that kind of just like comes with going to the gym it's like it's it's a place where you feel kind of exposed and a little awkward especially in the beginning but it gets better so we just wanted to share one of our own funny gym stories do you want to go first Sure, I'll go first. I kind of have a small one, like, two small ones. Okay. Um, So I'm kind of, like, I'm pretty clumsy, honestly. So (laughs) one time I was at the squat rack. I was setting up for squats. So I was, like, taking the weights off the rack and putting them on the barbell. And I went to grab, like, a 25-pound plate. And I didn't even notice there was, like, a 10-pound plate in front of it. So I, like, ripped off the 25-pound plate. And the 10-pound plate went flying onto my foot. Oh. And, like, crushed my toes. It hurt so bad. Um, and then some guy just saw me, too. He was, like, watching the whole time. So and he just started laughing. And, I don't know, it was kind of funny. That's the thing, though. You just have to laugh it off. You can't you yeah. just gotta laugh at yourself. Like, what's the big deal? Nobody really cares. If you, I feel like if you feel self-conscious about it and you, like, start freaking out, it's, like, when it's worse. Like, when yeah. I feel like if something funny happens to me at the gym, I'll, like, literally laugh out loud and then just move on you know exactly and you're like it's you do that it. yeah you do that awkward like 360 of like did anyone just see that <laughs> yeah yeah and most of the time nobody's paying attention everyone's minding their own business but that guy did happen to be watching but he just laughed i just laughed and you get over it yeah Okay, I'll say one of mine, and then I have one more, so we can do, we can, like, popcorn, but my first one is, I was doing heavy hip thrust, and I used to be so strong with hip thrust, I kind of fell off it, but I need to get back to it, I was doing four plates for, like, the four, first time, I put the thing on my, or, like, I get into my ready position, and I'm wearing, like, light gray amplify leggings, go to lift up the weight, 
I don't know what happened to my bladder, but I literally peed. Like, it was so oh, embarrassing. No. Like, there was some, like, you could see it through my leggings and there was some on the floor. I quickly, like, took my sweatshirt. I always keep a sweatshirt in my bag, tied it around my waist, and left. I was like, oh my god, I'm leaving. And I pretended like it was my water bottle that spilled. I, like, spilled yeah. a little water on it, and then I but see that's a scenario where I laughed at myself maybe three days afterwards because I was mortified but if it's happened to you it's okay Mm -hmm. but yeah that was really embarrassing I've seen that on TikTok like girls that lift really heavy just posting like this can happen Um, or or like the tampon I've had a tampon pop out before during hip thrust they're dangerous Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so bring a hoodie is the moral of the story yeah, that's smart. Especially like if you just get your period too, it's always smart to have one. Yeah. yeah. Um, my second one isn't isn't too embarrassing, but um, I usually like to go to the gym really early in the morning, and like half the time I kind of just get ready with like my eyes half closed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put my leggings on backwards, and they were like, you could see like the seams too. So when I got to the gym, it just looks so funny, like with the with the seams on the pointing out and I still didn't even notice it I like one of the regulars I see at the gym was like are your leggings on backwards and I look down I'm like oh shit that is a good one I feel like it's that's happened to me a few times not gonna lie because you're just so yeah. groggy in the morning and I'm really bad of like after doing laundry I'm like kind of lazy so I don't like I'm inside out my clothes I'll just like put them in I'm like oh I'll just do it later you know um Mm -hmm. but yeah my last story is I was bench pressing totally got the bar stuck on my chest for like it was probably like two seconds but you know in your head it feels like three minutes and this guy like came and helped me and then we like laughed about it afterwards but like literally I just started seeing stars I thought the bar was gonna like roll to my neck and I was gonna it was so scary so yeah but so the thing is now I never put clips on the bench press unless I'm getting spotted because if you're benching and then you fail you could like lean to either side and let the plates roll off but I had clips on them so I was like like how do I do this but the guy um he helped me we ended up being friends so it was cool that's good moments like those I'm like I'm glad someone was watching yeah definitely (laughs) okay cool so let's get into our top 10 tips to be more confident so this is for overall life and in the gym so we kind of like did a combo of both but maybe we can just like popcorn them off we each came up with five uh and then we can say little stories that have to do with each of them too by the way i love your earrings she's wearing little butterfly earrings thank you i love butterflies i just got like a butterfly tattoo oh cool where is it it's you can't see right now but it's like on the back of my elbow kind of a basic spot but i just love butterflies and then it says broke down the middle oh that's cute. Like growth and change. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Do you want to start with the tips or do you want me to start? Sure, I can start. Um, so number one is stop surrounding yourself with people who are negative, complain, or gossip. Because I think that energy just like gives off and then you take that negative energy and like kind of 
I don't know, in the universe, like you give it back to the world. So it's all like a circle. So it's like if you're surrounding yourself with positive people that don't complain too much, aren't constantly talking about other people and like you have real conversations of like growth and I don't know, like it sounds woo woo, but like happy things, like it really gives off that energy and you can apply that energy in different places of your life instead of like constantly like bringing other people down, which I think is huge. It is true. And I think I've read before, like, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time around. So the energy that you're around really is going to rub off on you, even if you try not to let it. If people are negative and gossiping and just sad and complaining all the time, you're going to start feeling that and it's going to reflect in your in your day to day, too. Yeah, I'm also like the type of person that like, I don't know, I obviously have my moments, but in times of like, negativity I always try to find like a little positive thing in it and it's like try to bring the room up with me um so I just like think holding yourself accountable to being that person in a setting that even if something bad's happening um is really big for both your self-confidence and like other people's because you can help them see it in a different way exactly and everybody's gonna still feel negative emotions too it's not not that you have to be positive all the time you don't have to smile through the pain all the time but Mm. just acknowledging when things are bad and then like you said kind of looking at the positive and trying to navigate out of it yeah yeah I think like a situation I see I saw that in for myself though is like when I was trying to navigate friendships in college because it was when I was just starting my like fitness journey and like self-growth journey like started listening to like Jay Shetty podcast and like started just realizing that the people that I surround myself with is really important. And that also meant like sometimes ending some friendships, which was hard, but, and I didn't like literally have a conversation with them and be like, you're a negative person. I don't want to be friends with you, but it's just like creating distance. And then, you know, if they have the question, you can explain yourself why. And it's not like, you know, you don't have to bash them for it, but you just have to be real with yourself. So I think that's something that I really went through in like high school and college is like figuring out, who do I really want in my bubble? Because I'm also the type of person that I don't have, I never had like 20 friends. Like I always had like two or three really good friends. And I like yeah. it that way, but I need to be picky of who those people are. Yeah, true. And you definitely, like I've had a and <clears throat> friendships too, kind of the same way. Like not straight up like, oh, you're negative. We can't be friends anymore. Kind of just, you go your separate ways. You have different interests. Like it's normal to change and I don't know, I feel like some people will be like, oh, you've changed, like, you're not the same. It's like, no shit, I'm not the same, because <laughs> I'm a better person now. Like, I don't want to be the same person I was five years ago. Why would I want to be her? Yeah, exactly. You have to grow. Uh, yeah, and I think you just have to, like, self-audit, to like, who, when you tell someone about something that you want to do, are they bashing it? Like, when you tell someone that you, like, want to go to the gym or, like, want to eat healthier, like, are your friends, like cheering you on or are they like what the heck why don't you want to go get mimosas brunch with us like are they helping you reach that goal like that's another thing so you want to do number two yes so number two is create healthy habits and you want to follow through with them because you want to be able to rely and count on yourself um it's going to build discipline and self-worth and sticking to those habits and routines you'll start becoming more confident and knowing that you can like count on yourself and um I don't know that's probably one of the best ways to like build confidence is by having strong habits because you you know yourself 
Yeah, when you tell yourself you're going to do something and you actually do it, I almost think of it like you have an like a confidence meter. Like your whole body is like a little meter and you like want to fill it up with confidence. So like every time that you promise yourself something and you like go through with that promise, it like goes up a little bit more. So that's kind of what I think about. Like the night before, if I promise myself I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. and I don't snooze, like boom, like 10 points. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's like playing it's like, so much better too. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just like those little things. Whereas instead of telling yourself, like, I promise myself I'm going to lose like 50 pounds this year, like that's really hard because your confidence isn't being built daily. It's like, okay, my confidence is at zero until I hit that 50 pound weight loss. But then it's so hard because it's like, you don't have something like motivating you each day. So instead of like having that big goal, you can break it down into like little daily things that will build your confidence. So like in order to reach my 50 pound weight loss, I want to lose like one pound per week. That means I have to go to the gym four times per week and like just breaking it down like that. So then you have those little like checkpoints. Exactly. You have to make like smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable. What is it? Realistic and timely. Yeah. So (laughs) it's definitely better to break it down and like set those small little actions that'll help you get to the bigger end goal. Because if you say I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year, well, how are you going to do that? You need to break it down. Yeah, for sure. And then the third one was affirmations. So you have to talk and think kindly to yourself. You want to explain that a little more? Yeah. So when you're talking to yourself, you want to think like, would I say this to my best friend? So we all have negative thoughts. Like I still catch myself doing it time from time being like, oh, I look so ugly in this or like, um, but think about it. Like, would you say that about your best friend? Like looking at a photo being like, yeah, you look so ugly in this. Like, no, you're not going to. You're not going to overthink it like that. And and just by being kinder to yourself every day. And I know it sounds silly, but saying like affirmations in the mirror definitely helps. I don't do it all the time, but when I do start my day off saying nice things like I'm strong, I'm beautiful, I'm worthy. Um, it just, it sticks in you and it's a good reminder. Yeah, I think it's, it's such a great little thing to add to your day and like two ways you can really do it too is I know there was that trend of like putting your baby picture on your bathroom mirror and it's Mm -hmm. like you see that every day and you're like doing it for the baby version of you like to make them proud um and then another thing you could do my aunt does this um she's so cute I love her but she she's like on her whole fitness journey right now she's grinding so she writes on her mirror with like a little um erasable marker she like writes her affirmation for the day like big like around her like when she's facing the mirror so it's like I am worthy I am strong I'm beautiful um and that's just like a really cute way to do if you don't want to be like I am like amazing (laughs) you know what I mean I mean I I think yeah it feels so cringe at at first yeah no it definitely does but it's just I don't know it's just important and even your thoughts like when you're looking at yourself in the mirror instead of like you know just like judging yourself and your thoughts like I'm just thinking like okay maybe the tummy's a little bloated today I got my period but like my butt looks good you know (laughs) so just find like one thing you like and point it out in the mirror yeah instead of being like oh my god look at all those pimples on my face today like damn my my booty's looking good those hip thrusts paying off (laughs) yeah exactly cool number four number four Number four is don't waste time comparing yourself to others. Comparison ultimately is the thief of joy. Um, 
another person's beauty doesn't take away from your own. Everyone is different and unique. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to know a little more? Yeah, I think it comparison's something I always struggled with because I felt like when I was in, it was more like middle school and high school, I felt like I just had to follow the trends of what everyone else was doing. Like when it came to like, for example, like wearing leggings and little crop tops, like I would just, if someone else was doing it and I thought they were cool, like I would just do it. And it was really in college when I started like really looking into self-development and like how god basically like made me the way i am to like be unique and it wouldn't be cool if we were all copy and paste of the same person you know what i mean like there's obviously different trends like i feel like the like it girl that girl trend like i like the idea of it but i like it when it's unique to you like now if i'm like picking out an outfit i'm not doing it because everyone else is wearing it i'm doing it because i feel good in it i feel like i look good in it and when I took away the wanting to fit in with other people and like satisfy societal's like norm and like was able to do my own thing, I that comparison kind of stepped away because I was like, you know what? I want everyone to win. I want everyone to like feel empowered, feel unique. And when you want someone else to win and you're like rooting for them, but also rooting for yourself and like proud of them when they reach a certain thing, like even if it's a goal that you want, but they got it, and like you you think to yourself like, I'm proud of her, she did that. It really like changes, because it changes you because that jealousy, like I used to have so much jealousy. Like when I started my Instagram, I'd look at accounts like Whitney Simmons with like three million, like I love her, but I'm jealous of her. And now I'm like, you know what? I have my own community, I'm proud of her, like she's killing it. And like, I wanna be a part of her wins. And I don't know, it's just different. I'm, yeah. I could go on a rant about comparison. How about you? <laughs> yeah. No, there's, there's room for everyone to win. And like, yeah. another person's success doesn't take away from your own too. It should serve as more motivation mm-hmm. um, and jealousy. But I've been there too. Like, I know what you mean. I've had those feelings, but I try to just kind of think of it differently and say like, hey, wait, I shouldn't think of it as, I shouldn't be feeling like jealous. Like, she's doing great. I can do great too. Yeah. Uh, in a different way too. Everyone has their own unique twist. You have something different to bring to the table than she does, and same goes for everyone else. Like everyone can do. There's space for everyone. Yeah, I hate the word like people throw it around like, oh, the social media is oversaturated. It's oversaturated, oversaturated. But I'm like, is it really oversaturated? Because I feel like even if you, I don't know, I'd be happy. I'm happy with, like, all the people that I have, like, supporting me on social media, like, ecstatic. It's amazing. But, like, if I could just help, like, one person that, like, related specifically to my story. Because I know for me, like, there's tons of creators. But some of them I don't, like, like, I can't relate to them or I don't, like, understand the message. And I, like, leave them be in their corner of the internet with the people that connect with them. So I feel like there's, like, a spot for everyone, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And people want something that they can relate to. So they'll yeah. pick you if they feel like they can relate. Exactly. Cool. Or, like, learn from you, too. Uh, but, okay, so that those were kind of, like, our mental health ones to, like, develop confidence. And now we're going into, like, some tangible tips to, like, make you feel confident in your, like, uh, more workouts, nutrition-focused journey. So number five is a fit girl weekend. I think this also goes with, like, a self-care weekend, um, too. Just, like, a weekend where... You can hang out with others, but you're prioritizing yourself as well. And you're making sure that like when you are going out with others, you're doing it in a way that you'll still be confident in your like 
holding yourself to your standards. So we wrote like making sure you're staying hydrated. Like when you're drinking, you're like, you know, having an alcoholic beverage, but then also following it with some water. So like every other, and then making sure that the drinks that you are drinking are some like lower calorie ones that fit your fitness goals. If that's like what you're working towards, because we know those sugary drinks don't make us feel the best the next day. Oh yeah. Um, And also making sure you eat something good before going out like I know some people in college there's like a trend like oh I, I didn't eat a lot so I'm gonna get drunk quicker um, <laughs> and that's just not a good way to think I've definitely been there too and it does not make you feel good yeah it doesn't make you feel good and it doesn't make you feel confident when you're out like you'll feel confident when you're fueled when you're hydrated when you're eating foods that don't make you feel yucky like These are little things that you do throughout your weekend that in the end, it'll build your confidence because when you are feeling like your best self, obviously we have those nights that we go crazy, but when you're feeling like you're taking care of yourself, your confidence goes through the roof as well and it follows. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, And I feel like sometimes people also think like, oh, I don't want to look bloated. Like I don't want to eat before I go out or going to the beach too because I've definitely been there before like oh I don't want to look bloated in bikini especially with summer coming around the corner it's almost March yeah um you you still need to eat and as long as you're eating nutritious foods that make you feel good you're not going to feel bloated and icky yeah I agree and you'll probably feel better like sometimes when I don't eat like say I'm going to the beach and we like pack something but I hadn't eaten in a little while like I almost like feel bloated because I'm like I don't know it's the weirdest thing but my body yeah my body now that I'm like so used to eating so regimentally like every three to four hours it's like when I don't do that it like gets mad at me and it's like Julie what the heck like time to eat exactly yeah your body gets gets used to it and knows what's up yeah I'd be getting hangry (laughs) same okay um the next one making sure you have a plan going into your workout um is definitely important because that way you're not gonna get into the gym and feel lost and nervous um it's definitely going to help reduce like that gym anxiety especially if you're new to the gym so you can look at your plan and be like okay i'm going to start with barbell squats i'm going to go with squat racks set that up um okay what's next and then even if it's busy in the gym you can kind of mix it around and like at least you still have that plan yeah i think uh the instagram and tiktok like walkthroughs with the mic are huge and like making sure that you watch those all the way through because sometimes the people like show you how to use the equipment or they like show you you know where you can start and even if it's just like your first time or first few weeks in the gym just doing like grabbing a pair of dumbbells going into a corner and like maybe after your workout on your way out like doing a like looking around the gym seeing the different equipment they have so then the next time you come you could do the dumbbells but maybe you saw the uh leg curl machine and the leg press and you're like oh that was like something that I can add and then you saw it so you know where it is so next time you know you don't have to like do a maze trying to find it and you can add that in and slowly you develop a routine that's not just dumbbells I think that's a really good way to go about it and then on my page I have like a beginner's guide which is like week one, dumbbell only. Week two, like dumbbell only, but two machines. Week three, like dumbbell machines and like one thing on the Smith machine. So it like slowly works your way through that. I know a lot of people like that. I should probably bring that back, honestly. But yeah, yeah. that's another that's option. That's how you post that the other day. Yeah. Cool. It's fun. Okay, so the next one is make sure your headphones are charged so you can be in your little bubble. Um, I think this is really important because when my headphones 
are not charged. I get so mad at myself and I get like serious gym anxiety when my headphones are not on because it's like when they're in and your music's playing, it's like you're in your own world. Yeah, you can have your own little dance party between sets and you're just focused on you. I I don't like listening to the gym music. Um, and I also just don't like all the, the noise around me, like the talking, weights crashing. Um, yeah. It just, it helps when I'm like zoned in and I can focus on what I'm doing. Yeah. And if I hear like a grunt or something, I'm like, what's going on? Like, I just like being in my own bubble for sure. Oh yeah, same. Um, another great tip for going to the gym, especially when you have gym anxiety, is wearing a hat so you can kind of have that tunnel vision. Um, I know sometimes I find myself like looking around a lot and just getting like distracted by other people. Um, so wearing a hat can help you kind of like stay in your zone, stay in your little bubble, your music, your hat, and you're just on a mission. Yeah, I think it Yeah, it definitely helps just like block out the peripheral, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes I'm like, I remember when I first started the gym, I would be sitting there and like in like a tank top and like shorts and just feeling like everyone was looking at me, judging me, like not doing things right. But it's like, I feel like in the beginning, it's important to wear something you're comfortable in. But I was a lot more comfortable on the days that I wore like leggings and a t-shirt, like a hat and just like got my workout done, put my reps in like and then kept practicing. And then it was kind of like every week I would, okay, this week I'm going to wear a tank top instead of a like a t-shirt and like shorts instead of, you know, and it's kind of working way up to get comfortable. Um, and then another thing is like, you have to make sure you're really comfortable in your outfit before you leave your house. Cause if you're at your house already tugging at your leggings, feeling your sports bra, like that feeling is going to be 20 times more when you're at the gym surrounded by a bunch of people. So feel like hot shit when you're in your home. So then when you're at the gym, you feel like hot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Dance party in your bedroom before, so you can know that your outfit's comfy and you can move in it and you feel good. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's was the time I think like two months ago. You know, ha, do you know the Gymshark minimal sports bra? Yeah, that was like really popular. So I got that, and for me, it just did not. I think I got a medium, which is what I usually wear, but it just did not support me at all, and it was like so loose. So I thought it looked good though. So I was like, oh, the back looks good. I'm gonna hit back day. But once I got to the gym, I just felt, like, so insecure and, like... Uncomfortable. I was constantly, like, checking to see if my titty was, like, popping out. <laughs> it was just it was just not good. So I ended up putting a t-shirt on. So, yeah. like, it happens wearing stuff, like, I'm not comfortable in. But it definitely makes a huge difference. And you can actually focus on your workout when you feel good in something. But if you're not comfortable in it, you're constantly going to be, like, thinking about your what you're wearing and not thinking about the workout. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. The sports bras are pretty tiny. <laughs> yeah, it did not work for me. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then the next one is to bring a friend, your mom, your dad, your brother, your neighbor. There's power in numbers, and you can, like, be funny, goofy with them, like, if it's their first time at the gym. Um, I know for me, I used to go a lot with my friend Emma at home, and we would literally, when we first started – we would goof around, share headphones, like listen to our old 2000 playlist and like literally to learn the machines. We started at one side of it was L.A. Fitness in Connecticut. We would start at one side of the machines and hop to every single machine and do like one set each on them just so we can be like, OK, what the heck is this thing? It was like a chest press. We're like sitting on it backwards. We're like, how do we do this? Like, And then we would always do the abductor and adductors, you know. Oh, yeah. 
yeah so that's kind of how we did it and then like I remember one day she like couldn't go and I was like I'm still gonna go and, it, and then it, it just kind of like started happening we would still go together but then I was like way more confident to go by myself uh exactly. but yeah did you start with a friend um so yeah I actually did in college I would go with my friend Maggie a lot that's um, cool. and then I would also go by myself a lot but it definitely like helps to go with that friend in the beginning and some of my friends in college who were nervous to go to the gym they'd be like can I go with you like I don't want to go alone so mm-hmm. I would go with them and then it's just fun you can like laugh at things together and it yeah. kind of takes away from that level of like anxiety that you might have because you know your friend is there and you guys can just make make it fun yeah definitely Cool. I, I used to get my mom too. My mom used to, this is actually a funny story. My mom used to like be so crazy about the gym. Like she would go for like two hours and leave my, me and my brother in the little daycare there. And one day she was like so into her workout. She literally just like left. <laughs> this sounds terrible. I talked about it in the podcast I did with her like last year, but she literally yeah. left me and DJ there. And the, the daycare, like, had to call her to come get us. It was so funny. She but been mortified once she realized. Like, yeah, but talk about, like, in the zone, you know? Like, yeah. she went in, got her workout done, and was like, forget the kids. Like, <laughs> doing, doing her damn thing. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay, and our final tip would be if you need that extra level of accountability and you still are getting started, to find yourself a coach. Um it's definitely really helpful, and even I have had coaches in the past. I think I got a coach at my gym last year just because I wanted someone to hold me accountable, and um, even coaches need coaches sometimes, too. It's good to have, yeah. like, that plan and that structure and someone checking in on you. Um, so me and Julie are both – are you certified by NASA? I'm certified by ACE, so I got – yeah, three years now. It's kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think having a coach is really important. I've had three, no, maybe four now. And it's kind of nice. Like when I was first starting, I would be at the gym and I, it was a guy. Wait, do you know Caroline O'Mahony? I don't think so. No? Oh, it was her boyfriend. He was from Ireland. And I used to text him when I was at the gym and be like, send a picture of the thing and be like, what the heck is this machine? Is this the thing you want me to use? And he'd be like, yeah, just do it. And I don't know. He'd give me like homework too. So now I do that. Like every coach that I've had too, I've like incorporated different methods that I like from them that I don't like. And I added things like do my own coaching. And I found that like, it's really important to have like that personal relationship with your clients because they need to feel comfortable when they're at the gym to message you and be like, I'm scared. I'm nervous. Like, it's okay. Yeah. If you get to the gym and you did one exercise, like, that's really good. If you did that one exercise next week, let's try to do two exercises. And, like, I definitely push my girls to a place where they're not comfortable. And I think that's important because they're not going to grow. They're not going to see progress if they're not uncomfortable. So I'll tell them, I'm like, listen, I know you're kind of new to the gym, but I want you to whip your phone out and record yourself because it's important for me to see your form, but also for you to see your form. And like, it just builds confidence. Like it's awkward, weird to like film yourself in the gym, but it's so important. And the people that see the best results are doing that because they're not, you know, looking at themselves like in the mirror doing the exercises and twisting up their neck. Um, Yeah, it's just important to like see that. And 
like then we have this capsule of videos of like your form week one compared to week 12 and it's like wow you did that so yeah exactly yeah growth does not come from comfort zones at all you definitely have to start doing the things that make you uncomfortable and then you're gonna grow and it gets easier um and especially with like the form too, like you said, then you can visibly see yourself improving. If you didn't record it, you wouldn't even know. You'd probably just be like, oh, like it feels better. But when you have that tangible evidence, you can see that you're growing and getting mm-hmm. better. Um, and that's the thing I love about having a coach too, is you learn something new. Like everyone has their own techniques. And yeah. the last coach I had, kind of like came up with like different kind of exercises that aren't just like with machines like he kind of had his own his own method um so I like to like incorporate different things and um, yeah it's good do you currently have a coach no not right now but I I definitely would get one again I think it's it's a good investment. I know. Me too. I'm kind of thinking about it. I don't know. I do my own programming right now. Uh, but I find like with all the travel that's happening with me and like, you know, I've been kind of going out with friends a lot. Like I don't, I feel good in my body. I feel confident, but like, I know I'm capable of more. So I'm kind of in that period where I'm like, okay, I think it's time to like reach out to someone to like hold me extra accountable. Like, especially in those traveling times, like it's really yeah. nice. I have a lot of I have some like travel nurses as clients like they're all over the place all the time and it's like I have to be flexible with them with like if they're in the gym that week like they have a gym program but if they're like on the road like we're doing body weight only and I feel like I would benefit from that like even like from my own coach so yeah even I need someone to hold me accountable I'm we're not perfect so yeah yeah everybody does I know tons of coaches have coaches and it's, it's good to learn from them too. You can learn something new from everyone. Definitely. Cool. So I know we skipped over this in the beginning, but we always do a favorite of the week. So this can be literally anything. Uh, for example, my favorite this week, I got a new monitor from Costco. It is this like white, sleek, cute Samsung monitor. Here, I'll show you and I'll post a picture of it. It's not on right now. But Ooh. isn't it cute? It like low-key looks like a MacBook and a but it's like a MacBook monitor. I'm pretty sure it's like twelve hundred dollars. Mine was $130. So very much worth it. And yeah, it just like elevates the workspace area. So that's my favorite this week. Yeah. Do you work from home? Yeah. Yeah. I could use a monitor too. I I work from home, but I just work from my laptop. So that's, you're giving me ideas here. It helps your eyes so much. Like, like to see the big screen and have it a little further away from me, I have way less headaches. Yeah, I know I struggle with headaches too. Um, so my favorite of the week is probably Brazilian bum bum cream. I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, I don't know. I never like tried it before because I thought it was like the name just threw me off, and I I didn't know what it was really. But it's just like a lotion that smells so good, and I'm not been wearing it like all week. My friend my friend got it for my birthday the other day. So that's definitely my favorite. Yeah. So I have been using the like light pink one. It's the flower one because I'm like I like like floral scents, and I've been trying to like match my my scents, my shampoos, conditioners all to be like the same. Because I saw it on TikTok, you know, like you're supposed to like match. You're like supposed to match your scents. So that one smells really good, but it's not. I don't know. I used to have that one, the original, and it. Does, I think it smells better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't I'll know. Check that out then. 
Yeah. Oh, well, cool. Thanks for coming on today. Do you have any one last thing that you want to leave the audience with? Um, yes, I think I'll leave with one of my favorite quotes that I think kind of fits in with like everything we talked about today, being confident and getting out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. So if you doubt yourself, then well, nothing's going to happen. You have to believe in yourself. Um, Cause if you don't, then who will? And it's worth trying. You just got to get out there and do it and everything will get easier. I love that. Awesome. Can you also pimp yourself out? Tell them your Instagram, your TikTok, where they can find you. Lauren also has her own podcast. So you guys have to check it out. Yes. So my Instagram and TikTok, they're both Lauren B Fit, L-A-U-R-E-N-N, two N's, Mm -hmm. B-Fit. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. I mostly post on Instagram. Um, So you can find me there. Feel free to reach out and message me. I'd love to connect with you guys too. Um, But yeah. Cool. Oh, well, thank you so much. I hope you have a nice week. Now you're 24, so maybe celebrate this weekend. I don't know, because, like, Tuesday birthdays. Yes. No, I'll definitely be celebrating this weekend and kind of having a nice chill weekend. I'm going to do yoga and, like, painting with my mom this weekend, so I'm excited. Oh, that sounds amazing. Well, have a good one. Thanks for having me. Have a good day, Julie. Bye.